The house on Cranberry Lane breathed and had a soul. Black shutters glared ominously down at Anna, watching her like fresh prey as she regarded it from the front yard with a mixture of fear and fascination. It was a white, two-story monstrosity, with plantation-style columns and rocking chairs that beckoned from the expansive front porch. She imagined the porch had hosted many a lemonade drinker as they'd fanned themselves, praying for relief from the sweltering Georgia sun. The generous lawn was shaded by peach trees that lined the drive like sentinels. A realtor stood before Anna, her hand outstretched, a vision of professionalism in a powder-blue suit and gray pumps. She smiled broadly as if she hadn't kept Anna waiting for the past twenty minutes. "'Miss Worthington, hi. I'm Kathy Lindley. Please, call me Anna,' she said, her eyes never leaving the house. She hadn't been back to Galatha Falls in years. Her father had been so cold when she'd left. He's much colder now.' She shook that morbid cobweb from her mind. Her mother had passed when she was still very young, and Quinton Worthington had left her everything his business, his money, and a house she couldn't live in and equally couldn't bear to part with. The plan had been to leave immediately after the funeral. She'd been almost free of the cloying southern town until she made the mistake of detouring down Cranberry Lane. The for sale sign had teased her from the edge of the lawn, and although she would happily ignore her father's house, this house she couldn't ignore. It had been as if an unseen force had guided her hands to turn the wheel and pull into the driveway. Anna took a deep breath and followed Kathy inside. She'd expected a hollowed-out cavern, but the place was filled with priceless antiques as if it were still inhabited. Her black heels click-clacked over the hardwood floors as she shadowed the realtor. The hair on her arms rose with each echoing step. They were alone in the house. Of course they were, but she still had to turn around to make sure. No one. As she stood in the foyer trying to look like she wasn't having a mental breakdown, she realized the house felt sad. No, she was sad. There was no sense projecting buried emotions onto an inanimate object, imposing though it was, a house couldn't emote. These are the original fireplaces— Kathy's voice droned on, blending in with the buzz of a bumblebee that had slipped inside the open front door. The entryway flowed into the living area, one unbroken room with a door leading off to the kitchen. Rich drapes framed the windows, while lace curtains dripped down to end in a puddle of fabric on the floor. An antique burgundy sofa and chairs sat comfortably around a cherry coffee table. The kitchen smelled of freshly baked bread. No doubt a ploy by Mrs. Lindley to make the house more inviting to prospective buyers. It had been touted as industrial-sized. Anna didn't have the heart to tell Kathy that her version of cooking was reheating takeout. Do the furnishings come with the house? Oh, yes. No one ever seems to want the furniture. It's been here from the beginning. She lapsed back into her sales pitch then. It's believed a relative of Margaret Mitchell once lived here, and this staircase was the inspiration for the house at Twelve Oaks. Mrs. Lindley, not to be rude, but somehow I really doubt Margaret Mitchell was ever inside this house. Kathy's cheeks flushed a shade of pink that would have been adorable on anyone but a real estate agent. Um, well, that's what they told me. Shall we move on to the library? Yes, please. 
Maybe if she could distract herself with books, she wouldn't feel so watched. The library was a dark cave of a room, a place for drinking brandy and having philosophical conversations into the wee hours of the night. There were high ceilings and shelves with books that stretched to the top and a rolling ladder attached to a railing that went the full circumference of the room. Anna's inner voice wouldn't shut up. What are you going to do with this house? Throw parties? Or maybe you can be the pathetic cat lady. Yes, get a hundred cats to fill up the place. She'd loved the house as a child, but she was twenty-nine now, and no matter how much money they had, twenty-nine-year-old women didn't go around buying real estate based on a prepubescent fantasy life. The master bath has been updated, Kathy said when they reached the second floor. You could fit five people in this tub. I'll be sure to do that when I have my orgies, Anna deadpanned. What? Nothing.